Now it's time for Stove's Movie Minute. It is time for another episode of Stove's Movie Minute. And before I go any further, I just want to say that I hope you, your family, and your friends are all doing well amidst the coronavirus outbreak. I really appreciate you listening. And because there's no real new movies coming out in theaters with theaters being closed, I thought it would be fun to go back to 2019 and take a look at some of my favorite movies of that year and also talk about them a little bit because they are now available on DVD, Blu-ray, and even some streaming services. Here are my top five favorite films of 2019. Start with number five, The Beach Bum. This is the movie directed by Harmony Corrine starring Matthew McConaughey. It boasts what Corrine calls a liquid narrative. It's a hypnotic fever dream that packs a great deal of nuance and subtext. It follows this delightful bunch of loony characters milking all the debauchery that they can conceptualize for laughs, winces, and sighs of exhaustion. Your mileage is going to definitely vary because this is a weird one. It's pretty non-linear. It's also kind of darkly comic at some points a little just utterly odd it's a fun one though the beach bum you'll also see some great performances from the likes of martin lawrence and jimmy buffett it's a cool one check out the beach bum number four uncut gems this one got a lot of publicity mainly because it stars adam sandler and i was really happy to see this movie do well in theaters like the last movie the safty brothers directed this one finds themselves again engrossed by the type of grimy character pieces that defined much of the 1970s kind of like like early Al Pacino films like Serpico. What's remarkable is that although their films are really ugly symphonies of contemptible layman characters, they still find ways to be topical and say something about our society. With all the black humor Uncut Gems provides, it shows a culture that's really consumed by the next potential big score. It's focused on commodities such as rocks with opals and diamonds and gold-studded Furby chains strung together by laughably convoluted winding trails of transactions that leave its main character are broken, defeated, and ultimately hunted. It's an exhilarating movie. It's exhausting too, but I highly recommend Uncut Gems. If nothing else, that it's one of Adam Sandler's best performances. Number three is Midsommar, also known as Midsummer. I like to kind of go for the traditional pronunciation. But after seeing the horror movie Hereditary and now Midsommar, what I admire most about writer-director Ari Aster is not only his ambition, but his ability to take a slender story and layer it with complex emotions, decadence, and disturbing elements. Elements. He does all this while subverting more recent, commonplace cliches of the horror genre. And what Midsommar amounts to is a ravishing, weird folktale about gaslighting and cleansing oneself of fear and mistreatment, woven together under the broader genre of cult-centered horror. And I like it a lot. It's also the ultimate post-breakup movie, and the people that have seen it, you know what I'm talking about on that one. Number two is Book Smart. I remember coming out of seeing this movie at an advanced screening, and it was a blue moon since I've seen a mainstream comedy so wickedly funny, poignant, and pleasant as Booksmart. From its up-and-coming lead actresses to its laudable even-handedness at making sure there is a sound emotional core in its relationship with the two characters, on top of In the Picture itself, it's a treat to see this kind of a film get made and get made well. Definitely make time for this one. A lot of people kind of call it the female super bad, and it's very simple. But I think that it has at least as much heart as that movie. And I would say it's also just as funny. 
And number one is the Best Picture winner, Parasite. And you have no idea how happy I am to say that that movie won Best Picture. It's received the kind of release and widespread global acclaim, especially in America, that films could only hope to have. And for great reason. It's a South Korean drama, and it's really almost effectively unclassifiable in terms of genre. Director Bong Joon-ho called it a tragic comedy, and that's probably the best way you could describe it, because it has elements of comedy, drama, suspense, mystery, even action a little bit in it. There's a lot in this movie. But because it's not working within the parameters of a specific genre, Bong Joon-ho and Han Jin-won have never felt more liberated as filmmakers than they have it with this one. This is cunning, cerebral, and if anything, it's a slow burn dash of brilliance that bends your expectations and the conventions of the haves and have-nots, unlike anything I've yet to see in a movie. Parasite is a stupendous movie. Check it out. That's my top five favorite movies of 2019. Went a little longer on Stove's Movie Minute today, but I hope you appreciate it. Hope you learned something. And if you're sitting at home without much to do, I recommend any one of those five movies. You can get all my movie minutes at walls102.com, and you can subscribe on Apple Podcasts. Thanks for listening. This has been Stove's Movie Minute on Walls 102.